0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2271. Today, it's part two of my two part interview with Catherine Tabor, Padme Amidala from The Clone Wars, and also a narrator of two stories in Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. Punch it. Hey, Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, once again, Catherine Tabor's film and television credits include Nickelodeon's The Loud House, Jane the Virgin, Star Wars The Clone Wars, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. The Georgia native is the winner of multiple earphones awards for audiobook narration. In addition, Catherine has lent her voice to some of the most beloved animation and gaming franchises, including Minecraft Story Mode, X-Men, Avengers, *Guardian*. of the Galaxy, Metal Gear Solid, and Final Fantasy. Now, I mentioned previously that she narrates a couple of stories in Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. Yesterday, we talked about Pursuit of Peace, which was the Padme Amidala-focused story, and today we're going to talk about the other story she narrates, which is Bug. This is the original story in that it is inspired by a couple of episodes of the Clone Wars, but it doesn't take place concurrently with them. It takes place afterward and, you know, deals with some of the the effects of that, and a very unique and interesting character. So we're going to talk about Bug, we're going to talk about the character, we're going to talk about the story and her reactions to it, we're going to talk about her approach to the narration of it, and just her general approach to narration as it is, and we're also going to be talking about the author E. Ann Convery, who also happens to be contributing her first official Star Wars story with this addition to the collection, and also she happens to be married to Dave Filoni, and so, you know, we talk a little bit about that, and about our hopes that this will just be the first of many stories that Anne is going to be telling. And I also posed Catherine a question that I asked a number of people at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, inspired by Oprah Winfrey's what do you know for sure or what I know for sure situation, and so adapted to when it comes to Star Wars, what do you know for sure? And so I posed that question to Catherine, and she was very gracious in her answers, which also then led to some conversation about Star Wars Celebration too. So that's coming up here in just a second. I do want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Audible. You've heard me talk about them before. I have the opportunity to offer you a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial if you go to sw7x7.com slash audible. Hundreds of Star Wars titles, thousands of non-Star Wars titles. Hey, don't forget Catherine Tabor doesn't just narrate Star Wars stuff. She does uh, all sorts of other genres too. So <laughs> check out sw7x7.com audible. One more time, sw7x7.com slash audible for your free audiobook download and free 30-day trial. And now without further ado, here is part two of my interview with Catherine Tabor, Padme Amidala from The Clone Wars and narrator from Star Wars The Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark.
1: All these stories are so cool because they really what like what you just said they just they just inform everything and add layers to the stuff that was already fascinating but now it's just more layered and more fascinating.
0: Yeah, and that's also what kind of happens to a degree with Bug, which is the other story that you narrate for the collection. But obviously, Bug is a bit of a different scenario because it's an original story. It doesn't actually, you know, you reflect the events of a particular episode, but it builds on the events of another episode in Clone Wars. What were your first reactions when you read that story from Ian Convery?
1: Well, what's funny is that Kevin Thompson, our director, had read everything before I had had a chance to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he had actually emailed me and said, oh, my gosh, you've got to tell Dave um, for me like that. That is the story his, his wife Anne wrote. It's just amazing. You know, it's so right on. And I was like, OK, I'll do that because I didn't even realize I was reading that one. Ah. Um, and uh, my initial impression upon reading it was oh my gosh, I want more. Ah. I want, I want Bug to have a series. Um, I want Bug to have her own show. Uh, and the cool thing on a personal level was I very often play, um, light characters and in, in this franchise, light side characters. And I love and appreciate that. Um, and, and, I feel like it's meant to be, but occasionally it's sort of the, the, idea of playing someone with a little darkness or a little something in there is, is kind of cool. And so I remember when, um, the night sisters were coming in, I play a night sister named Karis and I didn't know I was going to be playing her. And I remember coming in that week and Dave kind of doing like that mustache twirl. He's like, oh, I've got <laughs> something for you. And he's like, you get to be someone who's, she's not evil. But she's not just light side. And he's like, it's going to be really fun. So okay. it was really fun that then um, it's Anne, who is Dave's wife, for those of you who don't know, and an amazing author, mm-hmm. um, that I got to read this story, which was also Night Sisters. It just felt like this circle of sort of magical, cool, not quite evil, but not quite light side.
0: And I can hear the switch in your voice right at the end of, <laughs> of you saying that. So clearly this affects your approach to the narration to some degree.
1: Yeah, it has to, you know. Um, but what I loved about Bug was that she was young. Um, and so, you know, she she doesn't sound like a night sister or anything herself yet. And it's not you know, and I don't want to give any spoilers. I just want to say everything is more magical than anything, you know, necessarily dark. Um, (laughs) But it's so fun and intriguing. And and just also the whole idea um, that that Bug is this really special, cool character stuck in a situation that is, frankly, beneath her. Um, Mm -hmm. And a reminder that, you know, things can change in an instant and your life and the trajectory of where you're going, um, can change and that, that, you know, that this woman shows up and again, I'm so hard not to give spoilers. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just so cool. Um, there's, this is kind of going to sound crazy, but like sometimes I attribute certain songs that I really love to characters. There's a song by Dave Matthews called, where are you going? Mm -hmm. Um, and it reminded me of this character so much. It's just like, she's, looking out at the world and wondering, like, what's out there and, you know, from her small existence. And then there's a whole thing set before her that someday maybe we'll get to know more about.
0: I don't think that's a a strange thing at all. And I will actually be going to play that song because it's one I'm not familiar with. Uh, Is that a, a particular technique of yours that you will associate characters with songs from time to time to help you in your connection to the performance?
1: I think it's actually not intentional. Um, uh. I think, I think that somehow, you know, um, the kind of, cause I come from an acting background and got into voice and narration secondary. So for me, everything always comes from the acting side and sort of the character discovery and creation. And so I just, certain things will be like, Oh, this, this song reminds me of that. Or, Oh, this, this is probably the food that that person would like a lot. Mm. Um, And a lot of it is really not intentional, although you can do it intentionally to sort of fill out the character. But, and I I guess in a way, what it shows me too is that for for each of the characters I play, there really is, for me, and this is of course not the case for everyone. Some people play serial killers and I'm not saying I won't do that someday, but you find a touchstone within yourself of who that character is. They're a little piece of you. Um, And so that's kind of what happened with Bug and, I don't know, like for anyone who hasn't read it, I don't want to give spoilers away, but it just, you can't help but root for her. And she's just, she's just cool. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Agreed. And, um, you know, you, in talking about, you know, the other kinds of roles that, you know, you could play or that you might've played. I know you're saying that you, you know, may be associated with the light side, but you're your whole CV, like you also have done mystery and suspense and horror. And so you've had to delve into the darker sides of things. And I think that it's a familiar talking point about Star Wars is that it often succeeds because it isn't just self-referential. It draws on influences and inspirations from a variety of genres. I mean, it sounds like that's also an element of success for you just in general, but also in what you bring to your Star Wars work.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I and, and what you're saying is absolutely true. But what I usually portray within those dark worlds or dark stories still tends to be light. Hmm. Um, and what's interesting is that used to really bother me. You know, when you first start out, like everybody wants to be Darth Vader or Ventress, you know, and. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or for those of you, you know, who are older, like from the original Grace, like everyone wants to be Olivia Newton-John in the like, you know, black outfit.
0: Mm, oh. Yep. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Sandy um, at the end of it when she shows up at the uh, at the carnival.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yes. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Or you you think that you do. But um, <laughs> but I at some point I started to realize that within everything I was doing, that I was playing um, a character who was light. No matter, e- e- even this is another Star Wars reference, but even in um, um, the Old Republic, where I play a character named Vet in the Sith story, Vet is still good. Um, and you know, I started to realize, okay, this is just my my path, um, and now I really, really, really embrace it. Um, but I do love the the different elements of the stories and the and the contrast of light and dark and also characters who bring light to darkness which tends to be like a lot of what I've I've done with audiobook stuff but um, in literature just you know stories that are great often have a lot of uh, darkness and sadness too because that's life mm-hmm. so you do you do you, you can't do audiobooks or at least unless you're doing maybe you know, picture books. <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing adult fiction, you're probably going to have some, some darkness that you have to read in there. Um, but I do appreciate the fact that most of the stories I've read have, have some redemption at the end. I like that.
0: Uh, I love that answer. Thank you very much for expanding on that. That's really awesome um as one last question uh and this is a question that i've asked uh, a lot of different people at star wars celebrations in the past and so forth and unfortunately we don't have one to go to this year but if you don't mind yeah. i'll ask the open-ended celebration question which is when it comes to star wars what do you know for sure
1: well that is an amazing question Thank um <laughs> and first i want to say though to everyone who was planning on going to celebration as i was um that gosh, like, we're all in this together and we're all bummed. Um, But I saw people do a lot of cool stuff, you know, through social media, still trying to come together and we will all be back together. And just imagine how exciting the next one's gonna be. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Um, But, okay, so what I would say that I know about Star Wars is something that I, it's a, it's a motto in life too. And I think it's more important now than ever. Um, but it kind of steals from my other favorite franchise. And it is this, that there is some good in this galaxy and it's worth fighting for.
0: Mm. I like the way it, uh, layers together. I think Dave Filoni and probably also Anne Convery would be very pleased with that answer too. (laughs) considering <laughs> that they are qu- quite Lord of the Rings. Well, I know I know Dave Filoni is a big Lord of the Rings fan. I honestly don't know whether Anne Convery is, but I imagine she is also.
1: I imagine she is too. I'm not sure, but I'm imagining that even if she wasn't herself, she would put up with it because of Dave. But I, I would guess she <laughs> is too, actually. I really would guess she is too.
0: What um What little I've been able to learn about her, I gather this is her first Star Wars story, actually, that she's written, or at least that she's been credited for, um, is that she is also very deeply into mythology and storytelling as well. So, yes, uh, yeah, and boy,
1: what a start for her first one! I mean, just just amazing, yeah, just amazing.
0: Absolutely. So, for anybody who wants to keep up with what you have going on, whether it's in the Star Wars galaxy or in any other, uh, where should they be keeping an eye on you? Where should they go to learn more?
1: Um, well. You know, like I hate to hate to encourage social media, but you kind of have to. This is this is one of those times where I guess it's useful. Mm. Um, So mostly I spend more time on Instagram just because uh, photography is also a hobby. So I will every couple of posts do a picture that has nothing to do with anything having to do with my work, but Mm. that I enjoy. Um, And that is just at Cat Tabor. So C-A-T-T-A-B-E-R. Um, Twitter is the same. Uh, Someone already had Catherine Tabor. So they are both at Cat Tabor. Um, And then Facebook is the Girl Next Galaxy, but I truly do not do very much there. So if you go there, you will be very unimpressed.
0: (laughs) All right, then Instagram it is. And I will link to all of those in our show notes as well. Catherine Tabor, thank you so much for joining me on Star Wars 7x7. I really appreciate your time and your work and your ongoing contributions to the Star Wars universe.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. May the Force be with you.
0: And that's going to do it for my conversation with Catherine Tabor. Padme Aminala from the Clone Wars, narrator for Clone Wars Stories of Light and Dark. Lending her voice to a number of beloved animation and gaming franchises. And that is going to do it for the show today. Thank you so much for joining me for it. Thank you again to Catherine Tabor and Penguin Random House Audio for making this conversation possible. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.